Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I really think you are going to enjoy, be inspired. Um, I I know I was surprised at where this conversation went. This is with Dave and Lydia Dawson, um, just a beautiful couple, uh, part of our church here at NBUC, North Bramley United Church. Their daughter, Hannah, said to me one day, you know, if you want to talk about miracles, my parents got lots to say. And I am so glad that Hannah shared that with us because this conversation, man, it goes deep really quickly into some things about God's miracles happening within us, into some ideas that we can participate with God to help bring about miracles and way beyond that as well. Friends, enjoy. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. And this is going to be a very, a very interesting episode. We're talking about something called miracles. And we, we may all have different understandings of what that means. We're going to delve in a little bit today. But I am I'm really grateful to have Dave and Lydia Dawson. Dave and Lydia are a part of our church here at NBUC. And this is a topic that they have had lots of thought and experience and reflection on. So Dave and Lydia, um, really looking forward to this conversation. Let's kind of jump in with, with I think, what is, is a helpful opening uh, thought is, is why are you even open to the idea of miracles, especially when a when we live in a world where probably most or many anyway would be quite skeptical of this this, this idea even? Where does this openness come from for, for you guys? I think it's partly because um, being open to God working, mm. because God God works in mysterious ways, mm. and uh, and He guides us. And a lot of what miracles are about is just being willing to listen and willing to um, do what God is asking you to do, mm. and then He does His part. Mm. So um, I don't think sometimes people have the idea that miracles have to be this amazing, mm. un- incredible experience that, you know, like walking on water or somebody who's dying, being raised Mm -hmm. from the dead, but miracles are not always like that. Mm -hmm. They're more personal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I, the concept that you said that sometimes, um, if we're listening and paying attention, we're, we're actually maybe involved in, in the, in these miracles or, or God's miraculous activity here on planet earth. So can you say a bit about that? That's, that's really a, a, a cool, interesting thought to me. Yeah. Well, I, I think for starters, I've been told it's very unusual how I met Jesus in the first place. Mm. And I think there's a lot of miraculous things around that. Um, background, um, I grew up in a very dysfunctional ham- family. Uh, my father was an alcoholic. Abuse was part of our everyday experience. Um, I didn't have a lot to do with church. Didn't grow up in that. Um, other than uh, a friend of mine who invited me to go to something called Pioneer Girls, which is like girl guides mm. in the church setting. Um, but other than that, I didn't have anything to do with God. I was searching for something. And, uh, and I, at one point we had, we had gotten together and, uh, and I realized that wasn't the answer. So I thought, you know, finding somebody was going to solve all my problems. It didn't. So then I started looking for something else and asked God. You know, if you're there, show me. Mm. I just want to know whether you exist or not. Mm. And uh, mm. <laughs> so that's a question, and you have to be paying attention for the answers. Um, I was downtown Toronto walking along Young Street to meet David. We were going to go to a movie. And uh, I, this person walking the other way looked me straight in the eye, didn't know me, 
said, do you know Jesus? Are you going to heaven? And I just looked at him. I said, um, like mouth open, I don't know mm. what to do. And then he disappeared. Mm. I never saw him again the rest of the night. So I don't know where he came from. I don't know where he went. So the next morning, I had a Bible that my grandmother had given me. So I went and pulled it off the bookshelf, looked at it. And when I was at this Pioneer Girls, I had underlined Matthew 7, mm. 7. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened. So I said, okay, if that's true, that's what I'm looking for. It, couldn't, it wouldn't be 20 minutes later, a knock on our apartment door. Really? And somebody stood there. And I, I opened the door and they stood there and they basically introduced me to Jesus at my front door. Wow. <laughs> I need to explain a bit here because this was on a Saturday and we were living in a low-rise uh, apartment uh, building on Eglinton between Young and Mount Pleasant. And normally we would be out at the time this happened. Mm. And we would go downtown and, and argue with everyone and our uncle about mm. whatever their silly religious stuff was. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, and because of the design of the building, you mm. didn't need a coat. You could just walk in and bang on the door. These people had come by a tram. And at this point, it ran all the way right up Mount Pleasant. Yeah. From the other side, they came from Old Western Road and St. Clair on, on the tram. Mm. And, and we're walking around and, and banged on the door. And I'm thinking, this is amazing. They've come to my door. You know, I have to go downtown now. <laughs> and I hear this hullabaloo, right? And next thing you know, she's, she's prayed with them. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what happens? This is what I call a, a slow motion miracle because sometimes mm -hmm. they happen instantly. Mm -hmm. it was. This is a slow motion thing. So it's mm -hmm. like you're being set up here and mm -hmm. you have to pay attention. So as soon as that she made this prayer, I I had this this vision. I'm on, she's on a boat now, and I'm on the dock, mm. and she's going to sail away unless I get on the boat. So I better make it snappy. So a week later, I I became a Christian also, but my background was we were anti-religious. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, so suddenly, and you think, well. Was that was that real? I almost said it's a fifth income. Is it, is it real or not? And the answer was, we didn't know the Bible from one end to the other, other than it had in the beginning and, mm. and, 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 and yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And so we went around the next the next day, banging on people's doors. Jesus, Jesus, and blah, blah blah. We're as excited as all mm. get out, and finally, and and we got laughed at, and well, come on and take drugs, you know, whatever, get, get, yeah. have a beer. <laughs> yeah. It's about ten at night, and we bang on one door, and and the with the door opens like a little crack, and this uh, little lady looks out. She says, "What is it?" And and we say, oh, Jesus, I'm about you. And, and and she she burst into tears, and she said, "I, you're the first people that have come by, and told me that I've been doing this for years. I know this thing." So it made our night. Mm -hmm. So when we, and then of course, as as you move on, you, you kind of doubt it really happened. I don't know. But we think back to that. That was miraculous. And mm. I'll, I'll extend a little. I'm talking a bit here, but mm -hmm. the fact mm -hmm. that you're sitting where you are and I'm here is also a, mm -hmm. a slow motion miracle. Mm. Because uh, her mum died a few years ago. So oh, one year okay. after mm -hmm. that, we're at a memorial service, and you're there. 
Well, we were done at this point with mm. church altogether. We'll get into that in a minute. Forget, <laughs> forget church. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm a Christian, but church, yeah, meh, uh, you know, whatever. And so you were there, and I, I was quite impressed. I said, oh, I really like this guy. He's, he's pretty impressive, you know. Mm. And then I found out that you were at that church. It was okay. one, of, one of those churches, you know, because we were in Pentecostal background and okay. World Salvos and all this. <laughs> other, but one of those churches was like the mainstream denominational thing. Like, sure. oh, I don't know. And, and uh, so, and Leah was there singing. So, I was like, this is pretty, pretty awesome. So, at that, afterwards, they had like coffee and cake and all that sort of thing. And, and there's this woman sitting quite forlorn at a table all by mm. herself. I thought, well, I should have a, at least have a chat, say good mm-hmm. or something like that. So I went up and said, uh, excuse me, can I, can I sit here? And we had, had a conversation, and I, I detected sort of a, a German-ish accent. I don't know where this came from, or well, I do now, but mm. like, uh, excuse me, does, does Stuttgart have any significance to you? And she started crying. She said, I, I grew up about seven kilometers from there. Really? So tell me about it. And she was explaining about how her mom died and uncle or something, and, and she had nobody. And she's and and mm. so the miracle mm. wasn't for me, it was for and her. it's not mm. intended to point to me because you indicated on Sunday mm. you used the the word that was used in, in John was a sign, mm. and the sign says look over here or, or go this way. So mm. where are you looking? And quite often, we're not looking for a miracle. It mm-hmm. just sort of happens. Mm-hmm. We have to pay attention that that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. So in this case, she had a miracle. Mm-hmm. And I don't have an explanation for it. And then the slow motion part of that is we ended up coming here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get, I'm getting the whole way over. Like, where you going to go there? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. I love, I love that term slow motion miracle because i think sometimes people mm. do think oh it's it's got to be instantaneous it's this it's this divine intervention in a way that is is sudden and and as you said sometimes that can happen but but uh, yeah very very often it happens over time and we look back and we see the miraculous activity of god we see the work of god um that maybe sometimes we even miss in the moment but but you ended off david by saying just how when we open up ourselves to, to miracles or god's activity or signs mm-hmm. of god mm-hmm. working in, in the world what is life like um when we're open to that when our eyes are open and, and maybe sometimes we probably all had times where we're not for whatever reason we're we're in a, in a bad place or difficult place whatever maybe but what what's the difference in one's life when one lives open um, looking for it, attentive to the work of God, uh, even even if I could say expectant uh, of it. Yeah, what's the what's the difference from your perspective? Um, I think one of the things that happens is that you actually focus more on God because you you know you're looking for something that is His work, mm. and you're looking for Him to show you what to do also, and you give the glory back to Him. Mm. I think that. Life is less, I mean, I won't say I haven't had challenges because I definitely have, but um, I think there's less stress in the sense that, you know, what is life like? Well, God is here Mm. and he's in everything Mm. and he's everywhere. And being aware of that makes it easier to deal with some of those Mm. difficulties that you have to go through on a daily Mm. basis. Mm -hmm. Um, 
one of the things I wanted to mm-hmm. do was back up to my original story because mm-hmm. there was part of it that I know David David shared something about coming to the church, mm-hmm. but there was a little bit of the extra there um, when these people came to the door and uh, shared with me what they were talking about. They suggested that I might find what I was looking for in the book of Revelation. Hmm. Have you ever had anybody tell you that? <laughs> I haven't since then. But as keen as I was yeah. on what they were saying, I actually that night read the entire book of Revelation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nobody ever does that, I know. No, no. But if you if you recall, if you know the, the verses in the book of Revelation where it says, I stand at the door and knock, yeah. and if anyone hears, open the door and I'll come in. And that was exactly what had happened. So I, you know, I sort of tie that back and say, you know, the answer to what I had experienced and how that was miraculous was actually in the word mm. I read. And uh, I think that in itself is kind of miraculous. Mm. Um, you know, for um, what about you, David, about the uh, how is life different for you? Mm. You have to pay attention mm. or you may miss it. Mm. And we had something happen recently with our middle daughter. Uh, she had a, I'll call it a dad mobile. It's a mm. Chrysler 2000, Uh-oh. clunky old thing. And it was, it was given to her by her father-in-law. So a free car, yeah, all right, no worries. Do you like it? No. I, I didn't even like it. I thought it was a stupid car. <laughs> so I got a call one day, two or three weeks ago. She'd been in a collision. It wasn't even her fault, but ultimately she ended up rear-ending this, this person who was responsible for the accident. But there was significant damage to this cat, and it was towed away, and, and the towie there says, ah, oh, no worries, it's not, not all that big a deal. The insurance company begged to disagree mm. and wrote it off for $10,000. Like, like John dropped, like, what? So, okay. Cat, bad. Collision. Bet. Yeah. Timing, terrible, because she's moving in a week. Mm. Uh, and even though she mm. had like a calf a hire for, for a week, courtesy of the insurance company, then she had to pay a couple of extra days. That's also bad. And, and then she got the news that the cat's a write-off. Well, that's not great either, although there's, you, you know, you have $10,000 to mm. compensate. And she now got to go look for a car. All right, <laughs> so then you got to find another. Mm-hmm. I mean, the timing is terrible. However... And none of that, everywhere she went, the, the cat, oh, we just sold it. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's the way things are these days, right? It, it, mm-hmm. you, you snooze, you lose kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. So ultimately, we end up just down the road at uh, uh, Gateway uh, Chevy. And there was one cat that just came on the lot. It hadn't even been listed yet. It had 55,000 kilometers. <laughs> and it had one on it, like some little old lady or something, Um and, and all the service records were done by the dealer. So, like, whoa. Wow. Uh, but a bit of a price point. So she took it out, kind of liked it. Uh, and her husband says, and they thought, well, this is great. And, uh, and they tried another one. So ultimately, we're sitting in the sales office now, and, the, and they, they go through this whole charade of, oh, i got to speak to my manager. And so the manager comes in, and, and they're trying to get a price point here. And at, at one point, I said to the manager, I said, well, do you have to speak to your oligarch to get approval? <laughs> and so he thought that was hilarious. But ultimately, they cut the price down by about $2,000, hmm. and they ended up getting a, a cat they liked, 
and and that they could afford. And and the new apartment that they moved into is amazing also. So this is again, it's it's not an, it's, it's like a, a sort of like a slow motion miracle. Mm-hmm. You have to pay attention to all the small details that that are set in place. Because if you go, oh, woe well, is me, my me, my old conquer's a wreck now, and you stop. Mm-hmm. But we we were praying, Lord. Can you cut us a break? So you have to you have to ask. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she said, basically, like, mate, can you cut us a break? For <laughs> goodness sakes! And mm-hmm. this is how David wrote the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on my case. You know, hell, are you asleep or what? What's happening, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when we look back on all of that, it's like, wow, Lord, that that's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll share one. I'm sorry. I'll share one more thing, and I'm not too sure exactly what to do with this stuff. Okay. Uh, my youngest son was twin, and his, his brother Timothy was stillborn. Okay, but we, we know he had, he had reddish hair, hmm. kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, working at the yeah, back of uh, where oh, we used to be at, yeah. at work. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm just minding my own business, right? And I sense... There's a person standing right beside me, and I look over, and here's this this person just just appeared, reddish hair, about, about my height, a little slimmer, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> and, and, and Kirk, this is my son Kirk, his age. He says, "Dad, it's me, Timothy. I'm I'm doing okay," and then vanished. Wow. And, and I thought. I, I didn't mm-hmm. want to say anything because yeah. what does that mean now? I, I'm going to be with you next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Uh, your brother's should, going to be with should you. Should I next set another plate at the yeah, table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, like, I, I, I'm not offering an explanation. Yeah, but it was that was miraculous. Something that was had for me to explain. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, and then maybe even going back to when when that happened, like when when you lost him. Um, if I could, because I think sometimes people um, go through challenges in life and think, oh, that must mean God doesn't love me or God doesn't care about me or where's my miracle, you know? And and um, if if we could kind of go back to, to that moment or that time and that that slow motion miracle, if you will, how, yeah, how, 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 did you process that? How did you find God within all of that? And yeah, with with losing the baby. Yeah, and then and then still somehow having a sense. My my sense from you is that God was still and is still with you. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and that God does love you very much and cares deeply about you and wants to uh, bring good life to you and through you and, and you know. But that's that 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 mindset, that heart set, that, that attitude, that spirit, if, if you will, in, within you that enabled that to happen. Um, because I guess if, if I could say I, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you and I can't, I, I can't, I'd love to get, like, let's, let's not lose what happened there in the back of the workroom because there's something there for sure in this conversation that I want to chat about. But even going back to that experience and that part of this story I see something miraculous even in that God enabling you to survive, live, still thrive, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's, there's two things I'd like to address with that. One was at the time we were getting quotes, uh, consolation in the form of, oh, well, you, you, you have a spare child. 
Mm-hmm. One survives. So there's a spare child. So mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like saying your dog died, but you have another one, so you get a spare one. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. People <laughs> say things that they, they don't. want to try to help you, but they're just uh, not yeah. helpful sometimes. Yeah. But the second thing, though, is it's Hannah's birthday today, as we mentioned. Mm, praise and God. Yeah. Without mm. her presence, and this was not planned. We, we jokingly say that she's a prophylactic malfunction. <laughs> so, I, so this is sort of like a running game. Happy but, birthday, Anna. <laughs> but what, and you're, t- you're saying this on camera. I'll unsay it. It's all good. It's all good. There was a, a recent Disney movie that came out mm. in Canto. In Canto. Mm. I don't know if anybody's seen it, but it's quite the... Quite, Quite a good movie. Okay, it won, it won uh, what is it that they give for movies? Well, some sort of award, mm-hmm. but basically mm-hmm. yeah. she is the bond of this family of supernatural power mm. people. And Hannah has been a restorative bond in our family. Mm. And even though it was something we hadn't planned on or even really appreciated at the time, it's like, oh, Spruce, are you kidding me? I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like a codger now. Like, are you, are you serious? Um, it... it but it is what it is, and mm-hmm. it's been a tremendous blessing. Mm-hmm. So again, it, it, it's a miraculous thing. Most people would say, "Well, I'm I'm done with that," and and so on. But uh, God had other ideas, apparently, and, mm-hmm. and to to our to our benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think if you want to hear a little bit about what happened at the time that mm-hmm. we had these twins, um, <clears throat> I didn't want like we we um, we already had three kids. This mm-hmm. was four and supposed to be five at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, there is a scripture that uh, is in Psalms and it talks mm-hmm. about um, children are a blessing from the Lord mm-hmm. and blessed is he who has his quiver full of them. Mm-hmm. Well, a quiver is five. Mm-hmm. It's, it's five arrows. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the actual, you know, you're sending those arrows out. My my feeling on children is that that's what you do. You have arrows, you send them mm-hmm. out into the world to mm-hmm. go. And so there was something about that scripture that sort of spoke to us and said, you know, maybe that's what we're supposed to have, five. So when we lost the twin, it was like, well, that's not five. Because we thought, well, that's it, we're done, right? But there was something about it. We said, no, we're not, we're not going to, you know, you, you're grieving the mm-hmm. loss. You don't want to make it permanent that you not have any more, which is what we talked about beforehand. So um, we didn't do anything about it. Mm. And um, then we ended up having Hannah and she's number five. Mm. So she was like completion mm-hmm. of that, that promise in the scripture that we had picked up many years before. Amazing. And, uh, and you know, there's like, you look at that and you say, well, you know, these are natural things you're having babies, but it's just, you know, God is speaking to you, and yeah. He spoke to us about that scripture for sure. And she was the completion, yeah. and she wasn't planned. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. It was like God, God did a miracle to have her with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. But you know, anybody who's here knows she's incredibly oh, special. Yeah, um, we all love <laughs> Hannah. We all love love Hannah, and, and she's she's yeah. incredibly special to her brother too, who is the twin mm. that had lost his brother. That mm. you know doesn't sure. have his twin brother and yeah. they are there's years between them but they're amazingly close mm. 
and they really supported, you know, she's a real support to him. Mm. So I think that's really important too. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And there's so much about the way that you, you think about what's happened in your life and the way that you look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, mentioned earlier that, that mindset, that heart set, and and you know, some some will say that God's greatest miracles take place within us. Oh, you know, great. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about that because I just see that in your story here and the mm -hmm. way that you share it. Like, like the, the, sometimes people um, don't come through those kinds of situations the way mm -hmm. that you have. They they remain bitter and angry and and just feel like you know re some really negative places to be and they stay there they don't mm -hmm. see necessarily um any good beyond that or any blessing beyond that or um just as you have looked at where are the blessings within this you know and and so yeah that 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 idea of god working miracles within us um what what's that like for you what's your experience how do you, what do you what do you think about that let's chat about that a bit. um i think that god does work within us and i think that we have to be you know you you're right you can you can become angry and bitter mm -hmm. and you can you can say you know why did this happen to mm -hmm. me but i think i think i've heard it before is not why did this happen but what can i do with it i think you have to change your mindset mm -hmm. and and say that you know things happen they happen to everybody, and not everything that's going to happen to you is going to be good. Um, so taking the negative stuff and saying, you know, God, what do you want me to learn from this? Mm -hmm. Where can I go with this? Mm -hmm. And um, I've had experiences where because of what I've gone through, yeah. I can now help someone else. Mm -hmm. Like the, the childhood growing up, like I said at the very beginning about the difficulties I grew up with, that helps me and has over the years helped me help other people mm -hmm. who are struggling with similar situations. So I think it's a, a matter of being open that God has worked in me mm -hmm. and that I can now share that with other people. And that allows God to miraculously work in their life mm -hmm. and bring them out of the struggles they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, that works really well. Um, I, I spoke to, when we were, we were asked to do this, I spoke to my oldest daughter. Okay. Um, because I said, do you have anything that you would consider that happened in, in our lives that is miraculous? And, uh, and she had a couple mm. of stories that I, I think are really very cool. Mm. Um, that, and from a child's perspective, mm. um, we, we lived in Scarborough in a townhouse complex. Um, and at that time we had three kids. So we, you know, we didn't have the fourth or the fifth at that point. We just had the three, and she was the oldest. And um, and there we were woken up at probably about two in the morning with people banging on our door. We didn't have a smoke alarm. There was a, mm. there was a fire that had started at the far end of okay. our complex, uh, of our section of the of the complex. And uh, the neighbors were going around banging on the doors of the people that were in that section mm. to get them out of the house. So we had to go outside and watch this fire. And we're sitting in the parking lot out in front of our houses watching this fire. And she was there too. Now, she was extremely upset because her cat was inside. You know, kids are... Oh, for sure. Kids yeah. are very concerned about that. So yeah. she said she was, she was very upset because she knew her cat was not out, out of the house yet. But she couldn't go back in and get it, and we wouldn't let her, and I wasn't going to go in and get it. But she was like, oh, my cat, I hope my cat's okay, right? Um, and then the fire, there was like one, two, we were the fourth house down. The fire completely destroyed the first house, went through the second house, hit the third house, and completely stopped before it came to ours. 
And she saw that. And as a child, that impressed her. Mm. She said, God heard my prayer. My cat's fine. Mm. Wow. (laughs) And she remembers that. She remembers that. And she saw that as miraculous. Wow. And we didn't uh, have smoke damage either. No, no smoke damage, no water damage, nothing to our house. We were the the first one in the row that could Mm. actually go back inside our house immediately and continue to live Mm. there. Whereas other people had to go to hotels and all that kind of thing. So, but it was so important to her because it was her cat. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) So you just, you just don't know. No, no, no. And you know how that's going to affect people too. Yeah. And because she, she saw that and she recognized it as being God's miracle too. Mm. So there must've been something that she understood from what we were sharing with her as a Mm -hmm. child that impressed her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I I love the way um, we just seem to be expanding our, our idea of what a miracle might be, which in my mind is really a good thing to just open up as part of what we're trying to to do here. Um, And, and, and then there are those pieces that we just can't explain, you know, um, miracles happen within us. I think people Mm -hmm. can see that you can see someone who's had that experience, uh, that mindset and someone that doesn't, we probably have people in our mind, even as we're, you know, we, we, we have the sense of, we participate in these miracles and I love the, the, you know, the, the slow motion miracles and looking back and seeing those over time. But what, what, what do we do with those ones that we just can't explain that maybe now is a good time to come back to what you shared earlier, David, that experience, um, in -hmm. the back of the room where you had, a a, a, a vision, an experience of something happening that is in some ways unexplainable. Um, and I'm not looking for the answer. I was like, I don't put any just, let's, but let's talk about that. Cause I think that's, you know, this is opening up our, mm-hmm. at least, at least giving us the opportunity to, to have this conversation and, and talk about those things too, that we often don't talk about um, because, well, for probably lots of different reasons, but today's mm-hmm. the day we're saying, let's talk about them and see, yeah. what, see what we do yeah. with these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I have this adage, uh, and it goes, there's a song for that, and I'm reminded of, these are old songs, count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Mm. And, and another one is, is called In the Garden, and name line goes, and he walks with me, and he mm-hmm. talks with me, mm. and he tells me I am his own. Mm. And... I was sitting out in my front garden one day on the porch, and it was about a year ago, and it was a nice summer day, and I'm looking up and thinking, Lord, I really would like to sense your presence. This is amazing. He says, I'm already here. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Mm. And the point to that is sometimes it's called a serendipitous event. You don't mm. expect it. It's a mm. pleasant surprise. Mm. Expecting that. Mm-hmm. Did I do anything special? No. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the guy. He's at, I think it was Bethesda or something, the pool. Mm-hmm. And he's been laying there for 38 years. Mm-hmm. All right. Where's his faith? It's in the bubbly water, right? Mm-hmm. Make him all better. He couldn't quite make it, though. So here comes a strange guy coming along and asks him the dumbest question ever. Do you want to get better, mate? Mm. <laughs> it's mm. like the guy's going, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think? But instead of answering the question, he goes into this big whinging sob story about his had life and, and, mm. and life. Mm. He couldn't make it down, you know, whatever. Mm. 
did he did he cry out to the Lord? Well, maybe I guess at one point he had other mates to come along and help him out. I guess they must have somehow. Mm. But he he wasn't asking for a miracle. He wasn't other other than getting into the water where his where his faith was. Mm. But Jesus says the next thing, without any fanfare, and, and without saying, "Oh, guess what? I'm the amazing Jesus. Here I am to help you out." Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you know, nothing. He just said, "Well, we'll get up and walk." And the guy had no choice because Jesus told him to do that. Mm-hmm. So up, up he goes and it goes away. And even when he's challenged later on, uh, why are you carrying your bed here? Night's the Sabbath. And who did this? He said, well, I don't know. It was some, some strange guy. So what's the point to that? He wasn't expecting it. Mm. And there was no fanfare. And yet this is this is a miracle that happened. And it was witnessed mm. to by these disciples. But they, mm-hmm. they didn't have like a miracle service and all that sort of stuff that we have. Uh, or some people have. <laughs> he says, try not to be cheeky here, Dave. Mm, yeah. But it's when we, I guess what I'm saying is you can't force it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like we, we had a, a situation years ago. I, I think I could, this is about the, the lady that was had terminal cancer. Well, Brown had terminal cancer and people were praying and, and yet he died. All right. And I, I had, um, a stepbrother-in-law that had terminal, and, mm-hmm. and he died also. All right. Well, this one, uh, these, these were because we have faith, God, you have to do this, mate, because mm-hmm. we have faith, and you don't have really any choice, right? Because of our amazing faith. Well, the woman died. Well, what do, what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh well, I, I guess our faith meter ran out of faith. Mm-hmm. Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like no, nah, that's not what it's about at all. Mm-hmm. And you can be persistent. But there's a fine line between faith and presumption. Mm-hmm. And so in this case, as as well-meaning as it was, it was quite presumptuous. Were mm-hmm. you expecting a miracle? Yes, of course you were. Did you mm-hmm. get one? Well, not this time, sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, it and this, depends on what you call a miracle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a sense of injustice. Is what's happening mm-hmm. with all the wars, not only in Ukraine, but mm-hmm. everywhere. There's something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But why are people asking this question, and of whom? It sort of implies that there's some higher power that you can appeal to mm. to address this issue. Like, whoever you are out there, higher power, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's no higher power, you have nobody to appeal to, do mm-hmm. you? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, okay, then why not? If bad things happen, then it's your turn, you know? Mm. But it's not like that, and we have this innate sense of, of of justice and and having things right and mm-hmm. so we're not in a position necessarily to demand mm-hmm. miraculous things or even necessarily to expect them mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I guess the point I'm trying to make here basically mm-hmm. is you have to pay attention which is what you pointed out on mm-hmm. Sunday mm-hmm. right it's not some huge thing it's maybe something that we didn't even necessarily mm-hmm. uh, yeah. expect or even ask for yeah do yeah. we deserve it uh, no mm-hmm. not necessarily. Uh, and this is where you get into how come you carry on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is who he is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not, just because I didn't go to church meant that I stopped being a Christian. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, oh, oh well, I'm going to consider myself to be a tiger now. You, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a tiger. I don't want to be a human being anymore. I'm going to be a tiger or, or, okay. or something. Well, right? I'm going to be a koala and sleep all day. <laughs> and... 
the, the God is who he is. He, yeah. he is faithful. And I think this, when you're talking yeah. about with a science point, yeah. it points yeah. to God, not, mm-hmm. not to me and my mm-hmm. amazing faith. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I think to mm-hmm. maybe go back mm-hmm. to what you asked about the situation that happened in the back of mm-hmm. the workroom, I, I think it was just the assurance mm-hmm. that, you know, definitely there's something more. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes I think through that period of time, we weren't going to church. And we were struggling with with the business, getting getting things started. Also, my son was was um, struggling with trying to get his life together. Mm-hmm. And I, from when David shared it with me, I think that what went through my mind was, yes, it there's eternity. Mm-hmm. There's there's more than what's going on right yeah, here. Yeah. There's something more than this. Yeah. And I think that was the internalization yeah. of that experience. Um, it wasn't that David was going to die. It wasn't that, yeah. you know, somebody else is going to go meet him. I think it was just it was, God saying, yes, I'm here and there's more than this life mm, I had. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, that we will see him again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the sense of assurance, assurance yeah, which, that, which is miraculous in and of itself. Yeah. And, and I love you know, the way you, um, you know, you're not trying to explain what happened or over no. dramatize or define what it means. Just, just enjoyed it as a gift. Yeah. Um, and it brought some assurance, yeah. a lot of insur- assurance, assurance which, for yeah. sure yeah. that you're, you know, that yeah. you're, you know, more yeah. and, um, and actually, I don't know why I hadn't planned to say this, but I think it sort of ties in. Mm. Um, my son, who was the twin, um, he actually was struggling through a period of time and this was after that. Mm-hmm. And um, he told me that he had a dream one day. Mm. And uh, what you don't know is that my, what I haven't shared is that my oldest daughter, um, she lost her first baby at birth. Mm. And I was able to help her. Sure, when I talked sure. about things yeah. you go through, being yeah. able to help yeah. somebody else, I was there for her when she went through that because mm. I'd gone through it. Mm. So that was really helpful that, that mm. way. But there was her. And then at that point, there was my mother and, um, and her husband had both passed. And, and there was, of course, the twin and he had a dream and he saw all of those people mm. in a kitchen. One was standing up, getting stuff out of the cupboard. It was like an everyday experience, but he identified the people that were in the dream. And he told me about it the next day. And I said, well, that tells me again, there's more than this life. Mm. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're still here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's something incredible. Yeah. Yeah. In- incredible. Yeah. 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 We back up slightly before that. Yeah. This was when you were expecting, you had twins. And Jessica, her middle daughter, mm-hmm. came up. She's only like about three or four or something. Mm-hmm. She put her hands on her stomach and said, This baby is, is, is fine. This baby is with Jesus. What? And this was before delivery. Wow. And wow. Wow. Yeah. Again, like, oh, I, I love this conversation. <laughs> like some things we can explain. And it's yeah. really, and we can be attentive and aware and like, wow, that, that, and then there's some things we just can't explain. Yeah. What you just said, Dave, reminded me, I, I forgot about this, but, but, so I, I am a twin. Yeah. Um, and oh, uh, I'd, when I'd I was, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when I was uh, born, there wasn't the day of ultrasounds, okay, or, mm. you know, sort of thing. And so um, my, uh, my mom asked my dad just uh, about a week or two before we were born. Um, so they didn't know they were having twins, nothing like that, like, you know, 
Um, but my mom asked me, hey, if, if you could choose, what would what would you want? What would you wish for as far as you know, what they were going to have? My dad said, well, like most of us said, healthy. Healthy, number one. But since you're asking, he said, I'd love, I'd love to have twin boys with red hair and blue eyes. And my, my brother Jason, obviously, is just like me. Wow. <laughs> Red hair, blue eyes. Are you and, identical? And is that like, just reminded, uh, fraternal. We're fraternal. Fraternal. But, oh, uh, so these things that, like, I just, you just can't explain them. You got to enjoy them. You got to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully everyone's sort of hearing this. I know I'm inspired by this conversation just to be more open than ever yeah. before. Yeah. to the workings of God in our life. Sometimes that happens through really difficult things in life. And just because that happens doesn't mean that God still isn't working some amazing things mm-hmm. and will bring healing and hope and be with us. And then sometimes there's things that happen that we didn't see coming and all we can do is say, wow, thank you. You know, and oh, well, hey guys, want to close with this, a little mm-hmm. good news podcast rapid fire, if we could just end off with. So what's mm-hmm. the uh, what's the best thing going on in your in your home, in your family these days? Oh, answer that does it have to be spiritual or no 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 exactly anything 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 yeah i i have been working on a a model railway uh thing and it's just one section of it and it's about seven feet long and three feet wide it's been sitting in on a table in the middle of our basement for about the last two years And so I had my son finally help me move it up, and it, it's fairly light. Yeah, help me move it up on a on a, a base that I had made uh, against the wall, and this is a momentous event. <laughs> this is like the launching of the well, not because the Titanic that was momentous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something something quite significant, and uh, I then people say, well, that's. Sounds kind of silly, but to me, you said what's important Absolutely. to me. Absolutely, no, I love it. This is kind of why we do just get real with people, you know. Yeah. So, what's the uh, best thing going on in your in your neighborhood, in your community these days? Um, oh, actually, this is kind of interesting because um, the other day we we left church on Sunday and drove home. I've been I've been <laughs> I've been asking, uh, wanting a bike because I had my bike stolen two mm. years ago, and um, for the last couple of years, it's been hard to get bikes because. Uh, they're, you know, everybody wanted them because the price of gas is going up, that kind of thing. So we're driving down our street, two doors down. There's a bike out in front and tied to the pole at the front with for sale on it. Nice. So I walked over, I, well, I, I walked over, had a look at it and there was a phone number. So I phoned the person. It was our neighbor. I said, we're two doors down from you. Can I come look at this bike? I ended up buying the bike. Nice. But what was really good about that was we actually got to talk to this guy. Mm, cool. You know, like yeah. he, um, you know, he said, hey, do you want to come in and have a drink? We couldn't then because I was going somewhere else. That's great. But <laughs> it was like, you know, like I, over, over getting, I got a bike, that's which right. was amazing. Yeah. And I got to meet somebody that's new right. in the neighborhood. You got a bike and offer for a drink and you made a friend. Isn't that great? <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Last one. What's the best thing going on in our world these days? Lots going on in our mm. world these days. In the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I think that people are kind of, things are opening up after we've been, mm-hmm. it's been like, we can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. Mm, we're kind so of, true. you know, kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, with me having a small business, I'm really seeing this, that people are actually getting out and going places and wanting to do things. And, um, and it's actually, I'm seeing my business picking up. Nice which is really good. And I'm sure that's happening for a lot of people. Yeah, that is so. really good news. Very encouraging. Oh, yeah. 
Well, David and Lydia, thank you so much. This has been a, such an awesome conversation. I, I, I can't wait for people to, to hear this and, and to have their own um, mm-hmm. awakenings to yeah. God's work in yeah. their life and in this world. But and, love slow, the, and slow motion miracles. I love the slow motion <laughs> miracle idea. That's, that's so cool. That's so cool. Well, let's just close with prayer. And thanks again for being a part of the conversation today, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lord, thank you so much for um, your your activity in in the midst of this conversation have have felt that felt you um over and over uh, that um, for each and every one of us that you would open open our eyes our our minds uh, our hearts um, our ears to to just sense you working in our mm-hmm. life every day every day and for those that maybe feel like, hey, I, I didn't, I didn't get my miracle, if mm-hmm. you will, that somehow you would break through those walls of, of, of frustration and hurt and pain, and open up eyes to still see you working, even in the worst that life can throw at us. You are still there. You are still working and bringing healing and hope and new life. So help us all to see that. May we continue to be in awe of what you're doing in this world these days. Thank you again for Dave and Lydia. Bless them and their beautiful family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jamie. Well, thanks. Oh, thank you both. Thank you. And thank you, friends, mm. for joining us and being a part of the Good News Podcast today. God bless you. Well, friends, I got to tell you, uh, when they started talking about something so deep and real in their life, losing losing a, a little one so long ago and still finding God's miraculous activity within that. Um, that encouraged me. That was inspiring to me because I think sometimes we ask, okay, what about me? What, what about my miracle? It didn't turn out for me the way that I hoped life would. And even then, with the right openness to God's activity in our life and in this world, as we heard from Dave and Lydia, we can still see and know God at work. What a faithful couple. What a beautiful couple. So appreciative of all that they share today. Friends, I hope this has opened you up. I know it certainly has for me. Opened us up to just being more aware and attentive, awakened to God's activity in the world. And as we do, we will. We'll experience more miracles, if you will, because we're just paying attention. Hopefully that's happened for you today. God bless you. God be with you and go with you. Thanks for being a part of the Good News Podcast family. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holton. Until next time, friends, God bless you.